Hey, hello, and welcome to, I guess, what episode number, I don't know what episode number this is, but this is the PlayStation Report. You found the correct podcast, uh, if you're listening to this. I find it hard to imagine you downloaded the wrong one. Uh, but yeah, we're here. I'm Frank, and Tyler is also here. Hello, Tyler. Hello. Uh, what's up, my dude? Not much. Hello. Uh, Crazy week. Fucking hurt my knee. And hurt your knee? How'd you manage to hurt your knee? I was out on one of our job sites on Friday and just... I, to be totally honest with you, have no clue what I did. Because I had to do a lot of, like, getting down on my knees and all that stuff to fucking measure a bunch of shit. Um, and my knee felt totally fine all day Friday. But then I woke up yesterday... My right knee just felt so fucking sore. Mm. Still kind of feels sore today. So I, I have no clue what happened. But um, You need to get some knee pads. Yeah, probably. That probably would have helped. But otherwise, it's it's a going. How about you? Oh, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I finally had a full week of work where snow didn't fucking screw shit up. So <laughs> that's okay. Um, but I, I don't know. I just... I've been kind of, Tyler, I'm going to be honest with you, I've been kind of sitting in front of the PC a lot. <laughs> <laughs> Are you playing a certain video game that I think you, you're you playing? I mean, you're probably not wrong. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. I guess we'll just get into it. Yeah, I've been playing a shit ton of Football Manager. <laughs> uh, I have completed the current, the, the season that I've been on. I am the, the Swedish Premier League champion. Oh, shit. And, but even more excitingly, like, this team that AIK, uh, they, I have taken them further in a European competition than they've been in, well, recent history. <laughs> <laughs> so there are different tiers of uh, European competition. Like, there's the Champions League and then there's the Europa League. So we qualified for the Europa League this year. And so what that entailed was going through a bunch of qualifiers to actually get into the group stage, which over the past couple, I want to say over the past 10 years, they've only managed to get to the group stage twice. And I did it. I got to the group stage. And uh, and I'm talking real history there. Like, <laughs> I am. And um, so I do that. And then I actually get out of the group stage, and now I'm into the elimination rounds, like at the round of 32, which they haven't done for a very long time. Mm. So, yeah, I, I am having a very successful stint, despite having three of, like, three of my midfield players poached by bigger teams. Uh, I have managed to find decent replacements and players in my youth system that can fill those roles and are developing well. But yeah, I am having a I am having a fine time as a football manager. <laughs> it sounds like it. Um, but it's also getting to that point where I might be looking to go to a bigger team. Yeah. Definitely. I've been get, I've been getting interviews for for teams from bigger leagues, uh just none of them have turned into actual contract offers. So Yeah. It, it's 
it occupies a lot of time. I will say that uh, Friday night, I got home at around like 11.30, had lunch, I mean, had dinner, took a shower, I started playing around 12.30, and uh, it was 5 a.m., and then I realized, oh shit, I should fucking go to bed <laughs> and not, ru- <laughs> not ruin whatever sense of sleep I had. <laughs> but yeah, I... I stayed up till 5 a.m. Friday night into Saturday morning. Whew. Damn. Ah. Game's got its hooks in you, dude. Yeah, I mean, you, you, the thing about it is, like, it's so easy to get sucked into that because you see what works from match to match, and you, you just want to tweak it and see how it works. But the only way to do that is to advance and play your next match. Mm-hmm. To see how your tweet, how how stuff works, the thing if the things you changed are gonna be good going forward. So yeah, that's that's the major problem I'm facing is that I just want to keep tweaking and finding the perfect formula. Right. Yeah, but uh, I, I mean, I have other stuff I've played. But Tyler, do you have anything you want to talk about? Yeah. Uh couple things. I uh, got my 30th Platinum today. I got uh, my Platinum My Name is Mayo 2. <laughs> what the fuck, man? Do Platinums <laughs> mean anything? <laughs> These don't. These don't at all. I uh, I Platinum the first one, which saying I Platinum My Name is Mayo, I mean, it's a total joke. Like the, the uh, you, you press the button a lot. <laughs> you do, and 90% of people that have launched that game have the Platinum, so it's not like it's hard or anything, but I did the first one years ago, and then I didn't know they made a second one, and I was like, oh shit, you know, if I did the first one, I should do the second one. It only cost me 99 cents, and there we go. I got me 51 new trophies this morning. <laughs> um, so yeah, anyways, I did that. It was It was stupid. Um, I, I can't believe Sony lets, lets oh, I know. the PSN store turn into Steam, basically. Oh, I know. Like, uh, even though I have, <laughs> I'm i being hypocritical and I supported one of these type of games, uh, I mean, they're all two over of the place. Them. You supported two of them. Oh, yeah, I did. But they're they're all over the place of just, like, getting a quick buck just, uh, you know. Hey, at least Taco Master, you had to do stuff. Yeah, that is true. That is true. <laughs> That, that, that's the one I did. I, I, I lubed up my Vita screen and yeah. swiped really fast. <laughs> yeah, that game pissed me off. I think I stopped playing that game like halfway through. Um, but yeah, that that game is another pretty easy one. There's a bunch of them out there that you just don't really have to do anything to get, get the Platinum. Mm. Um, but yeah, it just shows... Uh, Sony doesn't really give a shit. And, like, <laughs> to me, too, like, Sony gets 30% of every game sold. It's, like, 30% of a game that's a dollar. Like, does that really mean much to you? Like, you're getting, like, nothing from that game. Mm-hmm. Where you could just not have it on your store taking up space, but whatever. Um, platinum that. Then uh, I also finished Sackboy, A Big Adventure. Um, right. Which was a good time down the stretch uh there's some pretty pretty fun creative levels um kind of um some repetitive boss fights uh down the stretch a little bit mario like where 
where like maybe the final boss in the Mario game is totally different, but maybe you end up fighting Bowser like two or three times, and it's just a little bit different each time. Um, except it's way more exciting in Mario than it is in Sackboy to do the same thing over and over again. Um, so that was uh, okay. And then there was some... I, I ended up having to do a little bit of grinding, I'm going to say in quotes, because basically you're collecting these orbs throughout all the levels, which is basically like collecting stars in Mario or something like that. Um, and then I got to the end of the fourth world, I think, and I needed 15 more, so I had to go back to some early levels and, and find some stuff. But what I didn't see was that uh, there's some kind of branching paths kind of in the hub worlds that took you to some extra levels. So I could have just done them instead. But um, So I ended up having to do some of that, which wasn't bad. And, um, yeah, there, there were some really interesting things. There's, there's some frustrating moments in this game for sure though because Sackboy's a lot floatier than Mario is uh, he doesn't have the weight that say Donkey Kong does or he yeah like or he's not even as light and as nimble as like Ori um, mm. and, it, and so it's kind of in a weird spot and there's some of these kind of mechanics where uh, there's these just like spinning sponges, basically. Um, and you have to jump from sponge to sponge to sponge and like launch yourself, basically, with like momentum. Um, and then sometimes there's this like boomerang that you have to throw in this like jelly sort of thing and it like teleports you. It's really weird. But it's fine when, it, like, I just felt like the game kind of broke down when it wanted you to do that. Uh, to kind of chain some of those things together. Uh, and, and it, like, the game's just not as responsive, I felt like, to where I would be, like, holding the trigger to grab the sponge, but Sackboy wouldn't grab the sponge, and he would just run into it. And it was just... It was a little frustrating. Um, mm-hmm. So there's some frustrating mechanics like that. Um, but it's not enough to kill the game or anything like that. But it's a it's a neat, neat game. I, I'm glad that I played through it it was a it was a fun fun little time uh, ended up also getting another dual sense controller this past week oh um, why, why why did you do that well just to have another one for okay. doing any co-op but then also um me and kelly ended up doing some some sack boy because there are uh co-op specific levels um so I wasn't able to play any of them. And some of them were honestly really neat. Like, you had to do a lot of coordination, um, you know, pulling levers out. Or, um, yeah, one of them we had, like, the boomerangs, and we kind of had to coordinate of, like, you throw this, then you have to destroy this and throw it over here. And, and it was all kind of a time thing. And um, it was – there's some kind of neat levels. We didn't do all of them, but uh, it was it was fun. It's an, It's a nice – easy fun time to to just kind of sit down with someone and and play and even with someone that doesn't play video games all the time uh just kind of picked it up and immediately started to to get it and and so it's a pretty easy game to get into um you can do like in mario 3d world you end up if you like run into someone that you're playing with you'll pick them up you can throw them um 
which can be very fun, but also really frustrating in that game because sometimes he might not have meant to pick that person up and then you just threw him off the ledge. Um, where in this game, you actually have to, it's like a button press that you have to do, where in Mario 3D World, it's not. So it makes it, it, makes it a little not as chaotic. Okay. Um, yeah, Sackboy. It's a cool, cool little game. Um, I was just curious to see if you were having the uh, the issues with your controller that you know no. drift and all, yeah. all that stuff that people have been having problems with. Right? No, yeah. I yeah, I've I've not not had that not had that issue yet. Um, right. I was kind of going to wait to get another DualSense controller and just wait to see if they had any, which is still total possibility of, of some of the upcoming bigger games that Sony's partnered with or a first party where they're going to do like maybe a cool cool custom controller design or something like that. Um, yeah, I wonder like with so. that if I if I should just go ahead and get a cool controller even though I don't have the console yet. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if it's that, if I can get one of those before like the consoles become like readily available. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, that would definitely be a possibility. Um so that's why I was kind of waiting for it. But just hasn't happened yet and it's just nice to have another one so still might get get like another cooler custom one down the road i guess i mean if there's a ratchet and clank controller i'm getting it oh 100 i'm i'm fucking all over that um if, if they do that which i would imagine there would be i mean it's like the biggest first party game that they have on the horizon here no pun intended um but speaking of Ratchet and Clank, I also put a bunch of time into going Commando, so I'm almost done with that game. Um, and man, some of these later planets and stuff, I just completely fucking forgot about. Um, so the last one that I did was Planet Snivelac. Um, I don't know if you remember that one, but uh, at the end of that planet, there is a boss fight with a giant mech and you have to hop on all these different turrets and dude that was one of the most repetitive boring fucking boss fights I've ever done in a video game and I'm like I totally forgot about all this <laughs> uh, it was just I don't know it's just not fun but you know that game, that game's still a, a, a fun game to still go back to getting a lot of, a lot of different weapons and everything it's been really cool uh, what was kind of fun but uh, a little frustrating but I think it's mostly on me why it was frustrating about that planet is there's just a shitload of combat at one point where you're like crossing a bridge and there's all these tanks and then the helicopters start flying out at you and all these kind of foot soldier dudes um, so it's a lot of combat but I'm at the point where like I basically have to go grind some bolts to get new armor because I'm getting like fucking destroyed. Um, so it was fun to kind of figure that out and how to get through that because I was totally getting wrecked pretty quickly. Um, so I gotta gotta figure that out too. But I really didn't do any of the arena stuff. Um, ah, I only okay. kind of did what was you know the basic stuff to get through through the story so there's a lot i can go back to there and get a bunch of extra bolts pretty quickly probably but man just uh the loop of ratchet and clank is so good like i seriously think the sound of collecting a shitload of bolts in a ratchet and clank game is one of the most satisfying sounds in a video game ever 
It's just oh, yes. something that's so fucking good about that. And then just when you get in the zone in a Ratchet and Clank game with all your weapons and they're upgrading and evolving and all this stuff, it's just ah, there's nothing like it in a, in a video game. So yeah. it's been fun to go back to it. So I'll probably have that that done pretty soon. Um, and I think that's it. That's outside of Divinity, which we can talk about whenever you want. So I mean, we. I mean, I. I mentioned it before we started recording, but I, I played some Apex Legends last night. Um, mm-hmm. That was that was fun. I mean, it is what it is, man. I completed all the uh, well, not all the challenges, but I got all the rewards from like uh, for the anniversary event. Uh, the mm. well, the point-based rewards that you get for like the daily challenges. So, yeah, got a really cool Spitfire skin out of that, and uh, yeah. Really cool. enjoying that. I'm looking forward to uh, seeing their story continue because right now there's there's a halt on the comic book story that they're putting out uh, until like the end of March is when they'll pick that back up. But mm. yeah, really having fun, really learning how to really fuck with people with few with fuse. Like I am learning to the extent of how long he can launch a fucking grenade, which is ridiculous. <laughs> um, so I I mean for example, you know. Um, you know on King's Canyon where that big construction tower is, right? Yep, yep, yep. So there's another smaller building, like, just down towards the valley. So I launched, like, I launched fucking grenades across the fucking valley at a, at two teams that were fighting each other. <laughs> oh my god, wow. <laughs> and that was, that was pretty good. Um, yeah, and... Our buddy Keith and I, we, we had a match where we both had sniper rifles and we were just running around looking for other teams that were fighting each other and picking people off and feeling a little bit bad about it, but not really. <laughs> <laughs> There's something fun about that when you do that in, the, in that game. Mm-hmm. You know, you're just kind of being the asshole and yeah, really like, fucking something up. <laughs> you, you see two teams fighting and then you're like all right i have an angle on one team i guess that's the that's the team that's going to lose this fight because i'm going to beat the shit out of them Mm -hmm. (laughs) it's just really funny you see you pop their shields and and then the other team just goes in on them (laughs) but hey that's one less team you've got to eliminate i guess yeah um yeah been having fun with that but yeah we played some divinity original sin uh went and cleared a lighthouse yeah. Uh, I mean, there's, we we did a lot of fighting. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was really combat-focused. And I really love in those games when when you just are in an area like that where it's just like a ton of combat. You're really exploring, finding stuff. You're getting new um, gear and stuff like that for your characters. It's it's super satisfying. Um yeah, it was it was a lot of fun getting in, into all that stuff. Mm. Still got to figure yeah. out this murder. Yeah, still figure got out a murder to solve, but there's it seems like there's plenty of area for us to look around in too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Might want to explore the city a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Because I feel like there are plenty of NPCs who might have shit to say. Yeah, definitely. Things to do. Yeah, I, I feel like. This last time we played it, the game just really opened up a lot more mm-hmm. in terms of like the amount of quests we have to get into and areas we can 
get into and um there's some things about the game that I mean it's not like a huge turnoff I'm still loving it but that are just better in the second game like um how you kind of put points into your characters when you level up like um I f- maybe I'm missing something but like I want to put points in the things that I've specialized in with my character but I guess you have to get to a certain level before you can put another point into that stuff. Um, which I just feel like the game is, doesn't really explain that very well. Um, just a, s- some smaller things like that that um, I feel like are a lot better in Divinity 2, but aren't isn't like the worst thing in the world in this game. It's just kind of getting used to how this game works a little bit compared to... Um, Divinity 2. Also, the whole rock, paper, scissors thing is really interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, had that happen, uh, experienced that for the first time uh, last time we played. So that was kind of an interesting mechanic, I guess. Um, yeah. And I think, like, I'm, I'm really enjoying playing a different kind of character this time. Because, mm-hmm. like, I, I think, actually, this is the first time I've really gone into, like, the witchcraft uh, kind of spells like I didn't do that at all in Divinity Original Sin two or or the first one when I played it a few years back. But mm-hmm. yeah, there there are some really cool abilities for the witchcraft. Yeah, definitely. I I, I don't I don't know. I gotta get, I gotta look at it more. But I'm not a big fan of how skills work in this game mm. either. Of just like uh, not how the actual skills are. You use them like how you learn them. Um, cause you have to be like leveled up and in like certain categories for your skills, but to get there, you have to like level your character up and invest points into things, but then you kind of can't, you just, I guess, I guess in the end, we just got to level up more. Yeah. Um, and that'll start, make the numbers go up. <laughs> yeah, we, that'll probably start solving our problems. But like in this, in divinity two, you can just earn skills a lot easier you can um there's not really a limit per these categories like novice or adept of how many of those skills you can learn um they they just kind of open it up a little bit more in the second game um but i can't wait to get more fucking skills for my for my characters Mm -hmm. yeah because that's when when divinity combat wise especially just really opens up is when you have a a lot more skills in in fun things at your disposal so yeah i can't wait to play more of it yeah you're discovering that uh in divinity original sin the ricochet ricochet shot was really broken as fuck (laughs) oh my god is it broken like it so in the second game like you'll shoot the ricochet ricochet i can't god i can't speak but you'll shoot that shot uh, and it might not hit everybody that's around. And then it also wasn't as powerful as it was, as, or as it is in the first game. First game, that shot is totally broken. Like, it'll hit everybody. It's super powerful. Um, I also feel like the range of the Rangers is a little bit more in this game mm-hmm. uh, compared to the second one. Because there's some... some shots that I'm like, man, I cannot believe I'm able to hit that far. The one thing I haven't really figured out yet is if the whole kind of height advantage is a thing in this game. We haven't really been in that. I don't remember. Yeah, we haven't really been in those situations where it made sense. 
um, to try it. But uh, yeah, that's that's the only other thing I want to try to figure out eventually. But yeah, where we're kind of where we left off, we're at this kind of interesting puzzle where you you basically have to be in one room and I have to be on the other, and, and we got to hit these um, kind of buttons at the right time, but kind of figuring out that order. Uh, that might be one we might have to look up. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Because if we uh, fuck it up, it shoots these fireballs, and we were getting fucking wrecked by them. Yeah. So, so we'll see. We might just have to come back to that one. So, but, yeah. Yeah, it's a great game. And, and the music just fucking rocks. God, oh, yes. The soundtracks of both of these games is just so good. I love it. All right. Yeah, uh, we've got plenty of news to talk about this week, so we should probably get to that so we don't have a fucking three-hour-long podcast. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, Sony especially just, yeah, they announced a ton of shit this week. Yeah, they did. Um, I mean, the least surprising announcement this week was that uh, E3's live event isn't happening. Surprise, surprise. Uh, we aren't we aren't going to get a a live event in person for E3. Um yeah, so confirmed E3 fully digital again this year. Right. And yeah, we'll see how that event turns out being digital cuz last year they didn't even have a digital E3. Yeah. Um and you know, we've talked about it a week or two ago of how uh how expensive it still is to do do that show even digitally and then also just um i mean even some things that happened this past week of publishers showing video games off that got really good views if you go look at them and it's like hey who who needs e3 but it's no no surprise that the uh physical event is not going to happen this year yeah i think that'll be the case for just about everything (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah. Even even if cases uh, uh, kind of go down and you know get more vaccines out there and all that stuff, I still think it's it'll be shocking to see if any of those events happen this year right. at all. So, uh, all right. We also have this huge block of Sony news. Um, first of which might solve some of your problems. Um, this summer, they're going to uh, add support for an exter- for internal storage expansion. Uh, so, yeah, you you will no longer be stuck with how much fucking room do they have? In- Six hundred sixty-seven gigs is what you can use. Jesus fucking Christ, that's small. Yeah. Um, but yeah, they are. They're look this summer looking to change that. You'll you'll have a. I guess they'll have their official list of uh, internal storage space devices mm-hmm. you can use. So, Yes, basically there's a slot on the PS5 right now that is there but is disabled. Mm-hmm. And it sounds like Sony's going to turn that on this summer and also just update some fans and other stuff um, to allow that to happen. And I'm at the point where, yeah, I, I would... I would pay whatever I need to pay to get some extra storage uh, mm-hmm. for for this console because this past week, so I ins- I reinstalled Modern Warfare and Warzone a little bit ago, 
and it was 126 gigs. Still big, a majority of my hard drive, but uh, it, it was fine. I still had space left over. And I turned my console on a couple days ago and had updates for like Destiny and uh, Modern Warfare and uh, a couple other games. Hitman. Um, and I go to Modern Warfare and it's like you can't, you don't have enough space to install this update. And I'm like, what the fuck, man? I had like 50 gigs. So then I go to my storage and all of a sudden I had three gigs left on my entire hard drive mm-hmm. and modern warfare ballooned to 168 gigs i'm like what what the fuck happened here like <laughs> like that game is so out of control with its space um so I, what i need to do is boot that game up and see and i probably have to do a little little research of like is there some of these data packs and stuff that i can uninstall and just not have in there. Because um, that'll probably save me some space. But regardless, having extra storage would be very nice. Also, just getting word that Sony is working on or has fixed the bug with the external hard drives. And so then I could put those PS4 games like Modern Warfare back on my external hard drive would be really nice too. <laughs> So, yeah, because a lot that external space is going to be a lot cheaper to expand if you need to. Yes, than, definitely. Than these new uh, NVMe drives. Uh, right. Yeah. And also, you're going to need that space because we got shit coming to the PlayStation Five. Yeah. Uh, Final Fantasy VII remake is coming to your to your PlayStation Five. Uh, it's also going to be seventy dollars. Yes. Seventy dollars um, or free if you have the PS4 version. Yeah. Um, which, I mean, it, it's free next month, the, the PS4 version. Right. Uh, but I don't think that version is... You can't upgrade that version. Yeah, to, that's, that's... Which is a little fucked, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, there was a state of play... Uh, there's, there's a lot of Final Fantasy stuff here, Final Fantasy VII specifically. Uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, they, they announced uh, the Final Fantasy VII remakes coming to PlayStation 5. Do they have a date on that? Yes, June uh, 10th. Okay. Yeah, that's going to happen. But also, they announced the next chapter in the Final Fantasy VII remake. It's called Intergrade. So I guess they're going to name these chapters rather than call it... Or, well, no, this isn't... So this isn't part two. This is a new. This is an expansion to the part one, I guess. Yes. Yeah, that's what I assumed. <laughs> Which this this whole thing is going to turn out. It's going to be a mess by the time <laughs> this is done. Yeah. Like which which part of Final Fantasy VII remake do I need to own to play which expansion? Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. uh, but this is going to feature Yuffie, who is coming to Midgard. Which this didn't happen in the original Final Fantasy. This isn't where you mm. meet Yuffie. They're just inventing things that I don't know. Like, I don't think this is a. This is totally new to me. Yuffie coming to Midgard to do some sort of mission with Avalanche. It's it's weird. Yeah, and I think it's it makes sense considering how they have uh, kind of ended remake 
the first uh-huh. part here. And, I mean, they're kind of going in different directions, I guess. So, you know, it doesn't surprise me that they would do something like this right now. Yeah, I think maybe part of the point is uh, this remake's going to take, like, the whole remake proper is going to take so long to get mm-hmm. to where you would actually meet some of these characters that they're just going to they're going to bring those characters in because there are going to pe- there are people out there who who really care. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I I mean I'll play this. I, I I don't I don't mind. I mean, but is this only coming to PlayStation Five? That's the thing. I, yeah, I think this this stuff is only on PS5. Damn. I I could be wrong on that, but I also haven't seen anything that says this is coming to PS4. Mm, God damn it. So, yeah, I mean, you're you're you or it should be okay cuz you bought the game. Yeah. yeah. So, you're save your um your you can upgrade for free or whatever. Yeah. Um, what I'm curious about is how you access this episode because, um, I mean, I could transfer my save and probably pick up at some point, but I wonder if this is something you can just kind of play. Yeah, right it away. might be its own standalone thing. Yeah, because, you know, I like Final Fantasy VII a lot, but I don't think I'm going to end up replaying that game uh, mm-hmm. anytime soon. But. Yeah, I would. I would still love to play this new stuff because it, it looks neat. Her, you know, Yuffie's interesting. Her character looks like really fun to play. Um, there's some really interesting, I guess maybe boss fights or something that in that trailer that were looked cool. So, I mean, I'm down. I was, you know, it was kind of interesting too because I felt like I was seeing and hearing people and stuff saying, "Where's Final Fantasy VII?" And it's PS5 upgrade. And, you know, what's going on with that? Can, you know, it was one of the biggest games of of uh, 2020. It's just surprising that we didn't hear anything about it. And here we, here we go. And in Square Enix fashion, they're doing it a little bit bigger than anyone <laughs> anticipated. And, and so, therefore, it took a little bit longer, probably, to get this out. Um, but some of the other things, I mean, the graphics upgrades, um, I'm sure that game's going to play really great. Uh, on a PS5, the loading times they showed that in the trailer were like so fast, it was crazy. The one thing that I was like, motherfucker, because I wish it was in the game originally, was the photo mode. Oh, yeah. Because uh-huh. Final Fantasy VII Remake is gorgeous, and they're adding a photo mode to this version, but it's not a PS4 version, so. Yeah. It's good stuff, though. Yeah. Uh,. With that, there are also a few other announcements made in the state of play that I guess we can go over pretty quickly here. Um, mm-hmm. We got a release date for Kenna Bridges Spirits. Uh, that's August 24th. Uh, did you watch this trailer? No, I didn't. It. This game looks so fucking good, dude. I was, like, blown away by how good it was. And this is the first game from the studio, Ember Lab, and I was like, wow. It, I mean, it straight up looks like a Pixar game, and mm-hmm. or Pixar style graphics, and it just looks stunning. And uh, but man, August twenty fourth, uh, I <laughs> I'm just being that kind of fanboy of like this is a game I want like right now. I could go for this game right now, so having to wait's a little bit of a bummer. But 
you yeah. know, it's all, it's all good. Uh, I just, I mean, I have the trailer on now, and it just reminds me, damn, they really did, they did rip off Pikmin a little bit there. I, <laughs> I really like the little Pikmin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can, I can see the Pikmin, and then the music um, just gives me, like, Ori vibes, and yeah, it just gives game looks so cool to me. Yeah, it looks good. I, I, I'm excited to play it, but, you, you know, gonna have to wait. I mean, yep. hopefully by August 24th, I have PlayStation 5. Yeah. I really hope <laughs> I before really hope that. So too. <laughs> like, yep. Jesus Christ, how long can it last? Um, yeah. They also showed off some of uh, some some of Returnal. Um, yeah. I don't know. I mean, Did you watch any of this stuff either? No, I I was at work when this shit. Oh, okay, gotcha. Just wonder if you, uh, but Returnal, it does look really fun to play. I mean, it looks so fast and, and frantic. Um, the one thing is that this game just looks so goddamn. Let me turn this down. So dark, um, and a lot of the weapons you're using and enemies you're fighting are super colorful and, and there was times where I was like it's kind of hard to see what the fuck's going on on the screen so that's mm-hmm. one of those things I guess once you start playing it see how that plays out but the game does look interesting for sure uh, this probably piqued my interest more than what they've done recently yeah so, I mean yeah it, we'll it looks looks like a fun video game I yeah. I just wonder like how much there is to it. We'll see. Yeah, that, that, that's my thing, you know, because they're saying every time you... It's kind of procedural, so every time you die, enemies spawn in different numbers, different enemies spawn, all that stuff. Um, but yeah, how much is there? Like, how long is this game? Is it really replayable or something? Like, you know, how, how deep is it? But it does look fun to play. Yeah. Uh... I don't think either of us are... Are you an Oddworld fan? I'm not. No, I, I, I played Oddworld Stranger's Wrath back on the Xbox, which was like a first-person shooter, which was a really cool game. But otherwise, I'm not a, not a big fan of it. But yeah, Soulstorm comes to PS5 and 4 April 6th. The game will be free on oh. PlayStation 5 when it launches. I don't think it's free on PS4. Huh. Um but it will be yeah, free would really... for PlayStation Plus. Yeah, would be nice if I had a PlayStation 5. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but I wonder if you could go on the PlayStation Store and start claiming some of these PS5 games, so that mm-hmm. way, like adding them to your library, and that way when you get a PS5, you can you can download them and play them. Yeah. Uh, should be able to do that. Yeah. So. Also, Crash 4 is coming to PlayStation 5. Uh, that's coming on March 12th. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. yeah. I, I wonder what they did to that game. Yeah, I mean, it... You know, loading times, all, all, all the stuff. Adaptive uh, triggers and better frame rates. Seems like it, it's a cool version. It didn't seem like they were adding any new content to it, though. No. Uh, I mean... Alright, so they're... There's a dodgeball game coming out called Knockout City. Mm-hmm. I don't. What, why? 
why? Um, yeah, uh, this game looks like it could be fun. I just uh, I worry about the player base there in in how how much people gravitate towards it. Being crossplay will certainly help. That's a cool thing, but um, yeah, it, I don't know. I'm not gonna get into it really. Also, it's I'm I'm just uh, at least just me. I'm just a little tired of this art style. Yeah. Kind of the yeah. Fortnite Overwatch like art style. I, I don't know. It's just me. This is a EA original though. Yeah. So I mean, I guess they're still doing those. Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, so we've also got Sifu from the makers of from. Uh, the makers of Absolver come mm-hmm. Sifu, a kung fu game. Dude, um, this game looks fucking dope. Yeah, I mean, oh. Absolver was pretty cool, too. Just not mm-hmm. many people played that. Right. So. Yeah, but, man, what they showed off in, in this uh, trailer got me way more excited for this game than I thought I would be. It just, the combat looks cool. I like <laughs> like the style they're going for. It just looks like a cool game. Mm-hmm. Like like you watch like uh you know movies like this or I think of like Daredevil the Netflix show where they had some really cool fights uh in a hallway with a bunch of dudes and to kind of be able to play that in a game of just that feeling of uh just beating the shit out of ten guys that were in your way in a small hallway or something looks like it yeah. could be a a really cool time yeah um all right. Uh, we also, man, they, they did, this was a big thing, wasn't it, that I, I just didn't watch. They announced <laughs> they a lot of shit. some games. Yeah, that's, they had um, couple, some things. Yeah, so I guess uh, we have uh, Solar Ash coming to PlayStation 4 and PlayStation 5 this year. I don't mm-hmm. see a date, but yeah, that's no. this year. I think everything shown off here is coming out this year. Some okay. of them had dates, but other ones said 2021. So Solar Ash is another game that, um, you know, when they revealed it at the PS5 showcase last summer, I was like, hey, okay, cool. Could be neat. I, Hyperlight Drifter doesn't seem like it's my thing, but I know a lot of people liked it. But when they first showed this off, I, I this is a game that I was completely fucking floored by, and I'm, I'm really excited by it. Um, so it's a third-person action platformer which I did not think that was going to be the case. And you're just flying around this world like fucking like Jet Set Radio, Sunset Overdrive, maybe the Pathless even that came out recently. Just flying around this world. The art style is gorgeous. The combat seems really cool, and it seems like it's, you know, very exploration-focused, like, like Hyper Light Drifter. And, yeah, this game looks really stunning to me. I'm excited for it. I'd say this was kind of like my biggest surprise out of what they showed off. Um, Kenna is probably the game I'm looking forward to the most, but yeah, I was I was pretty impressed with this. Looks cool. All right. Uh, and then the last couple here, we got Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The, the only thing I'll say to this is... I did not expect this game to be more 
it's going to sound weird when I'm saying more survival horror focused. Like there, you're like actually there's a bunch of areas that you're just like walking around in trying to avoid whoever the fuck these things are. Um, I thought it was going to be another one of the the games where you're just you know manipulating cameras and all that stuff. But mm. It seems a little bit bigger than what I was thinking. I'm not going to play it, but that's that's the only thing I say. And then uh, yeah. And then there was a trailer for Deathloop. Oh, yeah. Um, did you think it was weird that there was a trailer for Deathloop at State of Play? No. Not at all. Because Deathloop is a PS5 exclusive, and honestly, if you look at this stuff, I feel like these State of Plays are, are designed just because Sony has a bunch of promotional things with a lot of these partners. Um, not saying it's a bad thing. These games look cool, but... Uh, so that does not not surprise me at all that there was a trailer there. Does it surprise you? Um, maybe not, but I, I would be surprised if this stays exclusive. Yeah, I don't think it will. I mean, it's on PC, so it's only exclusive to the console, and... I think it's probably going to be one of those things where it's only exclusive for like a year mm-hmm. or something. You know, same with Ghostwire. You know, it seems like this was definitely something that was in place before Microsoft purchased Bethesda. So yeah. this will definitely come to Xbox at some point. But man, this game just. Uh, this is another game that I think I'm done seeing stuff for it. I'm just ready to play it. This, this trailer looked cool. You know, a lot of. A lot of cool movement and weapons and environments, and I'm just really ready to experience this game. Also in this trailer, I guess they, yeah, they debuted the song, which I guess is called Deathloop, or like the main song, and it was very um, James Bond-like. If you watch the James Bond movies, especially the recent ones, Mm -hmm. where they have like a very specific song for that movie performed by someone, and that was... That was this trailer, and it's just—it was a really cool trailer. I liked. It. Yeah, I mean, it—it it looks good. I'm watching it right now. It looks really good. Yeah, definitely. I like—I like some of the abilities, like the one where you just go completely invisible, and he's sneaking past a bunch of dudes, and it just seems like there's just a lot of cool stuff in this game. Yeah, it looks stylish too. Yeah, definitely. Ah, all right. I, I'd say overall, though, I enjoyed this state of play i know people were pissed about it but where's elden ring yeah like sorry like sony said that this thing will be 30 minutes long there's 10 games and they said most of them were just providing updates on it like there really isn't new announcements now i get it's a little weird that maybe you know like why isn't ratchet here yeah Um, I mean, like stuff like that, I totally, totally understand. I think it's definitely a valid criticism, but I don't know. I, I think a lot of these games look kind of neat, so yeah. I wasn't and too pissed about it. I, I think they're going to do a special Ratchet presentation closer yeah. to the launch. Definitely, of that game. definitely, because that was seemed to be pretty successful for The Last of Us Part Two and Ghost of Tsushima last year. So mm-hmm. I think they'll definitely do that. Yeah, but no, no God of War two or. Horizon no. Forbidden West? <laughs> no. Um, which I don't know if we put... Yeah, so 
there's a lot more Sony stuff to get to, but you know, piggybacking off of God of War and Horizon, like, um, which I guess it can maybe lead into the whole Gran Turismo thing. Um, you know, Jim Ryan gave a bunch of gave an interview, a whole bunch of shit comes out of it, and he said that they felt good about Ratchet, Horizon, and um, damn it, Return. Uh, as you know, in terms of first party games and exclusive games, but did not mention God of War at all. So <laughs> that game is not happening this year, folks. So, oh, but uh, right. Gran Turismo has been delayed. I don't know if you just want to get into that quick. Yeah, uh, Gran Turismo 7 delayed till 2022. Um, yeah, I. I don't know, man. I I want racing when I get my PlayStation Five, so <laughs> I guess I'll have to find racing elsewhere until this comes out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. It it is it is a little bit of a bummer, and uh like I just felt like they kind of let on that this game was going to be an early year twenty twenty one game at least first half, and um, I get it. I mean. You know, they Sony wants to put out quality first party titles, so delaying it makes a lot of sense. But just a little, it is a little bit of bummer. But yeah, COVID, I guess, has impacted them pretty pretty hard. Um, but it's also just not a shocker that Gran Turismo Seven got delayed. Like, what Gran Turismo game has not been delayed? You know. <laughs> Yeah. So it's it's yeah. <laughs> it's not a shocker at all. It was probably wishful thinking to think that it would come out, you know, around the time that they initially said. So, but whatever. I, I, mean, I do agree. From the trailers, yeah. this looks it looks very good. Like oh yeah, looks like there's a lot of ray tracing happening here. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, and I think it's uh, it's kind of I think a really nice thing to always have a racing game out pretty early after console launches um, just because they, they really show off the console really well and what it can do and so not that I mean, 2022 is that bad but um, it's a little bit of a bummer I mean this just opens the door for another this opens the door for the crew 3 oh yeah definitely definitely let's get the crew 3 in here uh, or what was the other one that kind of sucked drive club yeah, yeah. Drive Club, <laughs> the game that pretty much killed Evolution Studios. Oh man. Yeah. Uh all right. Um, other shit we got here. Man, there's so much fucking Sony news. Uh, only I I don't know. I I'm not sure how much people should care, but first party game. Some first first party games are coming to PC. Uh, mm-hmm. Days Gone, among them. Um, yep. And it's going to continue to happen. And, you know, that's good for people who play on PC. Yeah. I, uh, and anyone... I don't get, like... I mean, we've said this before. It is just toxic and stupid for people to get upset that Sony first-party games are coming to PC. Right. Absolutely. It's... It's dumb. I mean, they can get their games out to more people and, you know, maybe 
make some more money, makes the studios a little bit more secure, all that stuff. Like, it, it what's it matter? Um, it, and it's not it really like these are launching side by side on PC. Like, these mm-hmm. games are kind of old at this point. Yeah. Well, like, what was, is Days Gone, like, two years old? Yeah, I think it'll be two years old in, like, April or something like yeah. that. Yeah, so, like, two years until you get a PC port, like, the console people bought the game already. You want more You want more people to buy the game or release it on another platform? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, so. definitely. And, you know, Jim Ryan said that, you know, they're they're going to keep doing this more. And so it's, you know, shouldn't be a surprise that this is happening. Um, two things... One, I wonder and hope, I guess, that some of these ports get a lot better because apparently Horizon, I didn't play it, but Horizon maybe wasn't the greatest mm-hmm. port to PC. Um, but then two, I wonder, though, if the gap between release on PlayStation to release on PC will ever get smaller. Like, is there a certain time frame in mind for Sony that they say, okay, after a year, 18 months, whatever then we'll put it out you know or does that ever get smaller um at all do they ever release day and date next to each yeah. other I, I i doubt that but that's just something uh kind of interesting to me i guess yeah that might also be like a development process thing because maybe i i don't know specifically but are these pc ports aren't developed by the studio that made the games right they're they're yeah they're sourcing that work through through other studios, right? So right. I'm not sure how much, unless they're going to change the way they make games. Like I don't I don't see that gap changing very much. Yeah, I don't either. I don't either. Uh, Actually, hold on. Yeah, there we go. Okay, never mind. Good. Yeah. Uh, man. All right. So. PlayStation VR 2 is a thing that's happening. Um, it's going to have a single cord and a new controller. Uh, yeah. I wonder how much it's going to cost. Yeah. That, that is a huge thing, you know? Um, cause what also, was... a, a little bit of a bummer considering that, like, wireless VR stuff is getting more popular with the Oculus Quest. Mm-hmm. Like real, uh, kind of disappointing that PlayStation didn't try to do a wireless VR solution. Right. Yeah. I, I wonder. Yeah, it, it, that is a really good point because I feel like wireless is probably the way to go if you can. I mean, the thing with VR is you got to just make it as accessible as humanly possible to the consumer, and. You know, a single cord isn't the worst, I guess, but it still does limit uh, limit you, especially depending on how long that cord is. Um, like, for me, you know, I highly doubt they're going to give me a cord that will allow me to go from my TV to my couch. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm probably going to have to do something else if I get PlayStation VR 2. So it is a, a little bit of a... Of a frustration i guess that they're still doing a single cord but it's still way better than what the playstation vr currently is with this box and 40 other cords and then you know the fact that they're making a new controller is really good um because the moves are just a little bit 
outdated at this point. They were made for the PlayStation 3. Exactly. <laughs> what the fuck are we doing here? Exactly. And I, so I, I, I would hope that that entire experience is just so much better. Um, yeah. With in that, you know, the PlayStation Five will be able to track you way better, and and the controllers way more responsive. It seems like too, you know, you're not going to need a camera for this system. At least they haven't said yet. Mm-hmm. So that's that would be another good thing to not need that camera. Uh, I would wonder how it would track you. I guess uh, maybe. I've heard infrared. I don't know if that's in this article, mm. but regardless, um, you know, the, the simpler, the better. Um, but they also said that this won't be out in 2021. Um, okay. Are yeah. you excited for a PlayStation VR 2? Like, is that something that you you, you want? Right oh, I, I don't... Right now, I'm trying to think of a VR game that I'd want to play. And, like, maybe the thing I'd do... Shit, I don't even know if it has support for it. Maybe I'd play No Man's Sky in VR. Hmm. Yeah. But, like... I don't know. Like, there are very... There's a very small pool of games that I'd want to play in VR. Like, I'd play No Man's Sky. I'd play, like, Ace Combat. Mm Hmm. But that... There isn't that much out there that I want to play in VR. Like, I don't want to play a shooter in VR. Like, I I feel like anything, any kind of shooter is going to be slowed down to the point where, like, I'm not, it's it's kind of trivial. And I I don't know, like, I I just don't see a case for for games that I want to play in VR right now. (laughs) Mm-hmm. I'm, I'm kind of maybe, maybe Resident Evil Eight. Maybe maybe that's the one I want to play in VR. <laughs> yeah, it'd be cool if they did VR. Hitman Three is another one. Yeah, that but could be really cool in VR. I guess. Even then, like, I like seeing the Hitman do the things. <laughs> I don't yeah. want to be. That the, is true. Yeah, like I. Part of what makes Hitman Three fun for me is seeing how goofy it is to see this obviously like how do people not recognize this guy dude like go do the funny things yeah definitely yeah um, uh, astro bot rescue missions one that always looked really cool to me in playstation mm-hmm. vr but i wouldn't i'm not going to go out and spend fucking 300 400 just to play that game so software is going to be huge and then the price point is going to be huge i mean you're already spending you know, four hundred if you can find a digital edition, but probably five hundred dollars to get in on the console. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, what's what's the price going to be for this thing? It doesn't sound like it's going to be cheap. Um, so that's that's another thing. But is part of? Are you shocked at all that Sony's doing another PlayStation VR? Kind of considering that they haven't really put out many games for it themselves. Yeah, like, like, they've had some support, but nothing like, holy shit, like, fucking Naughty Dog or Santa Monica's making a VR game. Yeah, you know? like, I, they haven't really made a VR game for one of their big franchises. Like, mm-hmm. and that, that seems like the thing you'd kind of have to do, like, do what Valve did with Half-Life. Yep. Yep, um, definitely. You know, I, you know, having, yeah, VR component to 
to you know there's a rumor that uh there's a horizon vr game being made which would make a ton of sense for like a launch of this system but yeah having a vr component to a lot of those games would definitely help yeah it would make it easier yeah you know, just the easier sure. the better so see where this goes uh all right um damn how much shit how much news can they pack into a week Jesus Christ. It's insane. Um, (laughs) So, uh, there's going to be some reorganization. I mean, this is less exciting news. It's like, eh, they're doing some business shit, organizational structure stuff. But uh, Japan Studio is being recentered around Team Asobi, uh, who made Astro's Playroom. Uh, I don't. Yeah. It's. I don't know what they'll be working on. Who knows? Yeah, so basically, they're. They're not going to be doing a lot of first-party development out of that studio. Um, yeah. And a lot of the people that were working there to do that, not on Team Asobi and everything, have been um, laid off. Like they said, their contracts weren't renewed uh, and everything, which which is always a bummer when that happens in, in the industry. Um, but they said they're still going to do localization, IP management, external production, and, and other things, I guess, to assist other studios... Sony Japan's kind of a weird one recently of not a ton of stuff has come out of them, but they've been attached to a lot of things like a Bloodborne or Demon Souls. Yeah. Um, so basically they basically Sony said that they're just not profitable enough right now in that the games they're making, Sony wants more global hits, global brands on their hands rather than something that just does really well in Japan or, or, or America, whatever. Um, which, as a business logic, makes you know a lot of sense, but also I felt like some of those titles that came out of Sony Japan uh, made PlayStation kind of unique. You know, there was some just really goofy, weird stuff like Loco Roco or Patapon that's, that's on their console, and maybe those aren't huge hits, but you know, they, they are interesting titles, I guess. Um, I guess it's, it's, it, it totally sucks that a lot of developers got laid off, but I guess it's also good that Sony is not shutting the studio down. You know, we just see that all the time anymore. Um, yeah. and then I also think 100%, and I'll be fucking shocked if we don't, that we do, if we, that Sony makes a bigger version of Astro's Playroom. Oh, yeah. Like a sequel for PlayStation 5. And I think it would be smart for them to make it, you know, for PlayStation 5, but then have VR component to it. Might be a hell of a lot of work, but, you know, that would make a lot of sense because I feel like Astro is really kind of rising as a, as a great character in PlayStation's kind of modern lineup of games. So, I think it, we're definitely going to get that out of this studio, hopefully. Yeah. So. Ah, and then finally, Tyler, wrapping up <laughs> Sony news here. <laughs> uh, they're giving away Ratchet and Clank. The, yep. the 2016 Ratchet and Clank is going to be free for PlayStation 4 and 5 owners. Uh, 
including everyone who, even people who aren't subscribed to PlayStation Plus. It's just, it, it's just a free game for everyone who goes out and downloads it that month yep. in March. Yep. You download it, you keep it, like it's it's yours. Yeah, so I, mean, I think that's really fucking cool. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. This is a great fucking game, and it makes a lot of sense. You know, they want to get people into Ratchet for Rift Apart too. So mm-hmm. it's a cool thing. But I guess they're going to continue this play-at-home initiative, which they did last year, and just kind of give away games, which, you know, we'll get to it eventually. But, like, the PlayStation Plus lineups the past few months have been fucking amazing. Then they just have been giving away, you know, something like Ratchet and Clank, like we talked about, like, Odd World's going to be free. Bug Snacks was free at launch. Um, you know, so it's kind of interesting how they've been giving away a lot of really big titles and I wonder how much money Sony's been shelling out for that shit. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, EA also had a week. <laughs> yes. Um, yeah. Uh, so, we talked about Anthem Next. What Was that called Anthem Next? Yeah, Anthem I think 2. that, 0, that, that was kind of the title that they were kind of going with for now. So well, EA said thank you next. And uh, <laughs> <laughs> how old is that song? Shit. Uh, <laughs> but they've canceled uh, their remake or re. I guess I don't know revision of Anthem. They've they've they're not doing it anymore. The version of Anthem that's out now is going to be the version that exists. Uh, and they're moving on. Yep. Um, and I think yeah. the the actual news out of this that kind of makes me feel okay is that uh, Anthem scared them off of making Dragon Age 4 uh, games as a service type game. Yes. That is the best news to come out of EA in a long time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, it, yeah, they're focusing on some single player stuff. Mhm. Definitely. Uh, which I prefer kind of because I only have capacity to play so many multiplayer games at once. Mhm. Um so yeah, hearing this, I I yeah, I am more hopeful for Dragon Age now. Right. Me too. I I had fear. There there was a deep fear in me that they'd fuck Dragon Age too. Yes, definitely. Now, Bioware still has to deliver a good game, but mm-hmm. this makes me way way more excited for this game because also live service to me just doesn't fit into what Dragon Age is, and it's a single player RPG, and that's what it needs to be. And so I'm glad that... <laughs> it's a weird weird to say, I guess. But I'm glad that Anthem bombed and that Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order succeeded and sold like 10 million copies for E. And it's stupid. It's just stupid logic from EA but that they have to see both of these things and go, you know what, Dragon Age 4 can be a single-player RPG. I think we'll be able to make money off of that. Like, what, what the fuck are you talking about? Like... If it was, if it's a single player game, it's and it's good. It's going to sell. Like it just is, and it's just I don't know. It's just dumb logic that EA has. But I'm really glad that that that's the way that they're heading. 
Yeah. Um, and I think it makes a ton of sense to business sense too to kill Anthem. You know, that's resources they could put towards Dragon Age Four, towards the next Mass Effect, and you know they were saying how COVID nineteen kind of makes things a lot more complicated and is part of kind of the decision to kill that game. So, you know, Anthem, they tried something. It wasn't done well. Bioware really mismanaged that game. You learn from it and you move on. Yeah, and it looks like uh, EA is kind of like letting these studios do what they're going to do. Um, according to uh, Laura Mille or... I, I don't yeah, know how to say her name. Right. Um, Chief Studios Officer at EA. Um, they're basically saying that... Uh, what I'm seeing here is that they're like, hey, don't look at us if you want one of our games made. Look at the studios who are going to make those games because it's ultimately up to them. Um, yeah. They're basically saying that they aren't telling the studios what games they should make. Um, which means... Titanfall 3? You mean Titanfall 3? Oh, I, I man. Respawn make another Titanfall. Yeah, uh, that'd be awesome. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I, I I guess it's... I, 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 don't, I don't know what, what, what we're going to see out of this because I have a feeling that the studios who have been making the games they've been making are going to continue to make those games because that's what they know. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, I would be surprised if Dice doesn't make the next Battlefield. Right. Yeah. Definitely. I would be surprised if they don't make another Need for Speed, despite <laughs> people not wanting it. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe maybe that should open up some hope that uh, maybe someone there is looking at the numbers and is like, "Wow, a lot of people really want this burnout thing." It's also a racing game. We kind of know how to do racing games. Mm-hmm. We bought the whole racing genre pretty much. Yeah. Recently. Um, yeah. It's it's nice to see this stuff. I also think there's there's got to be some stuff here of like like with Dragon Age Four, like Bioware most likely chose to make Dragon Age Four, but then EA is like, well, how about a live service Dragon mm-hmm. Age? You know. So it's it's not like EA is not putting their fingers on some things still. You know, they EA is a big corporation. They want to make money. That's what they're here for. Um, yeah, and but, I, I look at this partially as, like, they're kind of diverting the responsibility, say, for, like, a Titanfall 3. They're like, hey, don't ask us for it, and points at Respawn. Ask them when it ultimately, like... Yes, you're not telling them what they should make, but also, like, it's... I'm not sure what kind of support these studios get since they're making the decision. Like, if, if they're really making the decisions, like, do you have to go to EA and be like, hey, we want to make this game. You said we could we could make whatever we want, but how much support are we going to get if we make X? Mm-hmm. Yeah, uh, right. I mean, that's the cynical part of me is that thinking, like, EA, like, is is kind of, like, directing, like, all of the demands to the studios rather than them, who 
I, I think ultimately, like, EA has to greenlight it, right? Like, mm-hmm. they say that these studios can make whatever they want, but, like, <laughs> fucking... <laughs> They aren't gonna just. They aren't gonna let him get away with anything, right? Definitely. Um. Definitely, and you know she was also saying that, you know they've they're tr- I guess they're kind of opening up a more listening to what players want. She lists off, um, basically creating a whole new studio for Skate, bringing college football back, Command and Conquer remaster, Mass Effect trilogy. Um, turning Battlefront 2 around. You know, I think all those are really, really good points. Um, I just think that they need to kind of keep going in that direction. Mm -hmm. You know, being more open and listening to what players want, what doesn't work. Um, Like with the whole Dragon Age thing. Like, I, I really hope Dragon Age 4 comes out and is successful and sells millions and millions of copies because it'll just keep showing them, like, we just need to make good games and we'll be fine. You know, and so... Uh, I don't think EA will ever get to the point where they are loved. You know, uh, it's, it's really a love-hate relationship with EA with so many things. And I, I don't think they'll... They, they'll always kind of have a stigma to them because of mm-hmm. so much of the just dumb shit and bad stuff that they've done. But they could keep getting better, and I hope they hope they do. Yeah. All right. And then, Tyler, Star Wars. The only Star Wars game that I really, truly love... Well, that I've played and truly love. <laughs> I, I mean, there, I'm sure there's a Star Wars game that I haven't played that I'll, I'd like. Like, maybe that Fallen Order. I haven't played that yet. Uh, game. But Star Wars Republic Commando, uh, coming to Switch and PS4 on April 6th. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess it was already backward compatible on Xbox, so it's, it's there, too. Um yeah. yeah, it's going to be the single-player campaign. I guess they won't be doing the multiplayer, which is what I played a shit ton of back in the day. Uh, but yeah, that single-player campaign's pretty all right, from what I remember. Yeah, this this was a really cool game. I, I liked it a lot back in the day. I think I'll, I'll check this out in some way. This was also the first time this game will ever be on PlayStation. Because oh, it was yes. originally only on Xbox back in the day. So... Kind of cool. Cool little history there. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, this game was fucking cool. It I, was. I mean, I, I played a lot of that multiplayer. This, this is like the first multiplayer shooter that I really got into. Yeah. Um, I mean, it would be so cool if uh, EA or, at I guess at this point, anybody now, since the Star Wars license is a lot more open now, if anyone would make a sequel or remake or whatever to this game because uh, there's a lot of really cool shit in this game and I think it could be really really neat to see a modern Star Wars Republic Commando. All right. Oh, what else do we have here? We have, all right. I'm going to put that last. Uh, oh, yeah. Mass Effect. We're, I mean, we're still on EA kind of, but yeah. Henry Cavill. Yeah. Teasing us. Just teasing us. 
Is it possible that he could be Shepard? Can Geralt be Shepard? <laughs> yeah, I, I don't know, man. This is kind of interesting. Yeah, he basically has something in his hand and he's on a set of some sort and it was kind of blurred out but then someone used some fucking technology to unblur it yeah enhance it and you can see like mass effect terms such as tally zora gath Cerberus. it's also been found out that this was from Mass Effect 3's wiki page, but still, it's kind of like, well, then what? what's going on? What are you doing? Um, I, yeah, I think this is this could be interesting. I don't, I don't know if I want a Mass Effect live action show. Mm. I'm sure I'd watch it, but it's something that I'm just not sure if I'd want uh, personally. But, I mean, what about, what about you? Um... I'm Commander Shepard, and this is my favorite show on Netflix. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. That'd be good. <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I I stand firm. Let games be games. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. I also wonder if he... If he's going to be doing... If this is potentially... Might be too early, though. Doing voice work for the new Mass Effect, maybe? Huh. I don't know. It's another comment I've seen some people make that I could maybe see that happening too. Also, this could totally be fake bullshit. Yeah, uh, definitely. Someone could definitely have doctored that mm-hmm. that image. Who knows? But Henry Cavill is a nerd, and he's a big name. And if you're making a Mass Effect show, I think he's kind of a, a guy that I think could be really really good to get mm-hmm. could you see him as Shepard dude I didn't as... know that he could do Geralt he, I, I was suspicious when they were going to make him Geralt and like he did that pretty well uh, so yeah. I'm just going to give him a pass <laughs> and be like hey <laughs> if you want to try it go ahead yeah yeah me too uh, I'm I was pretty impressed with his Geralt, so I could see him as Shepard. Why not? Yeah. Uh, although, if they're doing a Mass Effect TV show, I also think it would be really fucking cool if they did a, a female Shepard. Because mm. that's pretty iconic with the franchise, too. Um, that's a, that, would, that would be cool as well, I guess, if they casted someone to do that, but see where this goes if anything comes out of it ah alright um what we got a couple more before we get to the playstation plus games uh vampire the masquerade bloodlines 2 uh it is well development is being taken over uh paradox is hmm they hmm who is hard hard suit labs yes hard suit labs is taken off of Vampire the Masquerade. And who is making it now? They did not announce. They okay. said that they have a developer, but they haven't announced it yet. Hmm. Alright. But I think Hardsuit Hard Suit is still working on the game. I think I think we may maybe this is just changing like which studio is leading the project. I, 
At least that's what I understood when I heard the news. Um, but yeah, I I don't know. It, I mean, it's being delayed till till next year, so we'll, we'll have. I'm sure there will be more news about the nature of the development of this game. <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's so weird to see this happen with any game. Basically, you know, Art Suit's making this game, and then they're kind of being taken off of it or not being the lead studio and you know i it's it's kind of a weird situation because i'm pretty sure paradox owns hard suit labs so mm -hmm. that's kind of awkward and i'm curious who's going to make the game uh i'm curious and I don't, I don't know if we'll ever really know but like how bad of a state is this game in um because they showed that trailer off last year the game didn't look terrible by any stretch of the imagination so you know it's got to be pretty bad i would think to or pretty off track or something to completely remove a developer from the game it's just kind of wild to me mm -hmm. yeah i, I mean it it's i mean is, is it the call of duty black ops situation <laughs> could be could be yeah that's an that's another game i guess where Yes, like Sledgehammer pretty much got removed from it, but we also didn't see what that game was at that time either. This game, we have seen it, so... I don't know. Ho I, hopefully it's worth better as well, yeah. I guess, for the game. Because I, I know Vampire, this franchise, kind of... It does have a dedicated following to it, even mm. if it is smaller, so... We'll see. Yeah, uh, you'll also see Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2, the, the remake, coming to PlayStation 5 uh, here pretty soon-ish. Uh, what, what is it? Later this year, it says March 26th. Yeah, mm -hmm. that's that's like, oh, it's going to be March tomorrow, huh. huh? Yeah, yep. Huh, okay, yeah, that's a thing. I mean, they should do that. They should make this, they should bring it to the PlayStation 5. Yeah. But also, RIP Vicarious, we aren't going to get a Pro Skater 3 from them. No, definitely not. Someone else would have to make that game, but yeah, this game will run at 1080, 120 frames, or 4K at 60. Oh so, man, you have to make way. that choice. Yeah, either way though, you're getting some pretty good frame rates, I guess. Yeah. Um, so that's cool. I mean, there's a bunch of other stuff. What's a little interesting about this version is that if you own the game digitally but didn't buy the cross-gen deluxe bundle, you have to pay $10 to mm. upgrade. If you bought that version, then you just get the upgrade for free. But they didn't say anything about anyone who bought it physically, what happens. It's kind of weird. but yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, time to get into the PlayStation Plus games for March. So this week, as of the as of the recording, these games will go up. Uh, we already mentioned pl uh, Final Fantasy VII Remake. You don't even need PlayStation Plus for that. Just or wait, no, that's that's Ratchet and Clank. I'm getting yeah. mixed up. Mm -hmm. You're getting the, getting Final Fantasy VII Remake, but that's the one you can't upgrade. Ah, <laughs> oh, all right. A lot of free games coming in March. 
Uh, also, if you have a PlayStation VR, Farpoint is coming out. Uh, there's Maquette, which I don't know what that game is. Let me go, let me scroll down here. What is Maquette? Uh, it's a first-person puzzler, huh? With right. some cool art. Uh, but yeah, there's that, and also, the game I think we should all play together is Remnant from the Ashes. Yeah, this game does look really cool. Yeah, so I I was talking to Keith last night, and I was like, hey, th this is a cool co-op game. It's like, it's a co-op shooter. It has Souls-like elements to it. I wouldn't call it a Souls-like game, but it has some mm -hmm. of those elements to the game. Um... But yeah, I I I was interested in this game. I just never got around to playing it. But if it's for, if they're just gonna give it to me, I'm gonna play it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I would definitely be down to play this. Um, yeah, and this this could be our uh, replacement for playing. Uh, what was the last one we were playing? Which were we playing a Souls like game together at yeah, any point? We were playing Neo. Oh yeah, we were playing Neo. Yeah. Okay, so this could be the replacement for that since we can't play that. Uh, online multiplayer. This you mm -hmm. can, so yeah, yeah, it'd be done. Another sure, sure. another great month though for PlayStation Plus. Final yeah. Fantasy VII remake. That's that's huge. Yeah, this is crazy. <laughs> All right, well, that, my friends, is the news. And uh, I think that's a podcast. That's that's a decent decent length for a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> A lot meaty. of news this week. Um, yeah. Yep. So yeah, we're gonna go probably play play some Divinity. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, me too. Uh, so let's get this show wrapped up here real quick. Uh, as always, if you need, send us an email for any reason. You can do that uh, at PlayStation Report Podcast at Gmail dot com. Or via Twitter at PS Report Podcast. You can find me at the Arctic Sloth. You can find Tyler and his YouTube channel at Plugged On Vids. Give us ratings, reviews, and share us with your friends. And until next week, be good to each other. Play your video games. And wow.